just talk? Can we just talk? Let's talk. talk 88.7 WRSU-FM. This is the crew. The Monday crew, to be more specific. Chris Akonis, along with Dennis Geisler and Robert Baxter. So. I did not get kicked off yet. Woo. Yeah. Uh, you, you've come close, but have not crossed the red line. So. Amore. Amore. I was close. You, you were close. You were trying, though. I appreciate that. I'm, get, I'm getting close. All right. We're going to spin the wheel and uh, see who it lands on for Can We Just Talk. Robert Baxter, you have the floor for Can We Just Talk. I think I'm batting a thousand for can we just talks. You're a very interesting person. I don't the think wheel I've appreciates ever lost your commentary. Can we just talk? <laughs> the wheel because appreciates am, your commentary. I am always able to talk. I yeah. Um so before I get to what I think I want to talk about, I want to just give a quick shout out to Sarah Fuller. Um and another shout out to ESPN who is running a headline right now of uh Texans Fuller suspended for PEDs. Um, shout out ESPN for misleading me yet again. Uh, but no, Sarah Fuller making her kicking debut for, uh, was it Villanova? Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. What? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. I, I get my V schools mixed up, but making her kicking debut. Uh, she started off the week as a soccer player, ended it up as a kicker. Uh, shout out to her job well done um but what has been on my mind for the last day and a half uh was formula one uh for those of you who do not know i'm a huge formula one fan i wake up at crazy times to watch the race and yesterday was one of those races that i don't think i'll soon forget um so it was in bahrain and lap one uh, there was a horrific crash uh, between Romain Grosjean and uh, the torpedo Danny Kafiat. Um And I'll call a spade a spade. Romain Grosjean should have died. Um, and, and that's not me wishing that. Uh, if this crash would have happened five years ago, uh, this would be a completely different story. Um, for those of you who have not seen, Romain Grosjean went went uh, nose first into a guardrail, a girder, split the girder. One end went up, the other end went down, and thankfully, Formula One, I believe it was two seasons, seasons ago, implemented the halo system, which is a titanium uh, protection that protects in front of the driver and on top of the driver. The guardrail uh, followed that. The car caught on fire. And another thankful thing was Romain Grosjean did not pass out after crashing 140 miles an hour into a guardrail. If he would have passed out, that would have been a different story. If that halo system wasn't there, different story. If Formula One didn't start with a safety car behind all the racers for the first lap. Different story because first people on scene was an ill-prepared safety marshal who was appointed by the track 
who was pointing a fire extinguisher at nothing. And thankfully, Formula One implemented in their safety car somebody who actually knows how to work a fire extinguisher. Um, and they quickly put out the fire. Romain Grosjean got out of the car. Uh, and after crashing at 140 miles an hour, after going through a guardrail, after his entire car split in half, he burnt his hands. Um, that's it. There was no rib injury. There was no concussion. There was nothing. Uh, and for the last day and a half, I've just like, and it's not even like hyperbole for those who watched it live. Like I did, it stuck with you. Um, because you watch somebody who should have died, um, get out of the car, get out of the car and be okay. And he, it wasn't like he got pulled from the car. It wasn't like they brought out a backboard, a stretcher. They didn't bring out the jaws of life. He jumped out of the car, walked to the safety car, sat down and just looked at his hands. Like it, I'm sure his hands were like burning a lot, but I, I like to think like he was looking at his hands, like, Oh my God, I'm alive. Because yeah, like I been. said, five years ago, three years ago, a different scenario, he would have been dead. Um, and while Bahrain did something poorly, um, there shouldn't have been girders there. Uh, it's along a main straight. You shouldn't have girders. Uh, you need something that really deflects the momentum. So along straights, they have concrete, which seem, which seems backwards. But the reason for that is so when you hit it, you bounce off and go along it, not go through it. So he, if it was concrete there, sure, it would have been a more stiff stop. He would have most likely been knocked out, but his car wouldn't have caught fire. He wouldn't have almost been decapitated by a steel girder. Um, and I recommend for anybody at home, just go on YouTube and look up Romain Grosjean crash and just take into account how close of a call that was and how amazing that this father of three got to walk home. And all he had to do was spend a night in the hospital because the people couldn't believe that he survived that. Like they, they kept him in the hospital to observe him and just make sure, listen, there has to be something wrong with you. Like there, obviously there's something wrong with you. And he walked out of the hospital today, nothing wrong with him. except for he has gauze on his hands. Um, so yeah, that literally all at work today, I've been thinking about it my car ride in like it's one of those things that just stuck with me and it, it was one of like the rest of the race didn't matter even though it was an hour and a half long red flag which means no people on track except for safety marshals um uh the recovery team medics all those people and then the next lap a car flipped but it was it was like comically like it was like ah, car flipped ah, he's gonna be fine um, versus one of the scariest three minutes of my sports watching career. Um, yeah, I, I know that I just very much had a winded explanation of that, but like, it's one of those things like a scary knockout in boxing where a person's eyes roll back into their head. Um, you just, it's something that sticks with you and it makes you realize like, man, Sports are weird. 
Like the, it's weird that people like risk their lives uh, for my entertainment and I'm still going to watch formula one. It's going to be weird next race because they're, I believe they're back at that circuit. Um, it's going to be super weird, but yeah, it, it makes you just think about life. It makes you think about why we still have sports and why sports are so great. Because, like, yes, this was an awful event, but we have a bright, shining light through this awful crash where usually something like this that is going to change your sport, um, because Formula One's going to change now. Like, the safety is going to be different. Usually that means somebody died, not somebody walked away. Um, so, yeah, that's that's all I really have to say on that. That's my can we just talk is – talking about that it yeah <laughs> i've been ta- i've been texting with people all day about it like who just happened to come across it on twitter or saw it on instagram um so yeah uh did, did you guys see that in your uh passings throughout the internet well i saw it when you mentioned it to me before the show and you know yeah I think I'm impressed with, you know, Formula One for being proactive and putting so many of those safety measures in ahead of time because um, they could have just well, very all, all of that comes from all of that comes from deaths. Yes, so no, I know. But the, what I'm saying is system, they've been proactive in the sense that, you know, they were able to put all these things in place. And now, you know, you have a horrific accident and the guy walks away with some burns on his hands. But for the most part, he's fine. His car split in half. Yeah. Like, it caught fire. Like I, it, I saw. It split in half. It caught fire. It, he, his car, like, the engine ended up on the track side of the girder. He ended up on the other side of the girder. Like, he went through the guardrail. Um, but, like, the halo system got implemented to be his Indy car. Somebody, I believe they got hit with a tire, and that killed him. Uh the the tethers on the tire failed and thankfully Romain Grosjean was in the back of the pack if he was if he was in P1 or P2 um different story because that tire ba- bounced back onto the track um and they they have tethers but when you hit something going 140 miles an hour i don't care if it's made out of like unobtainium it's going to break and Thankfully, they they did the the halo system in titanium. It's an expensive piece of equipment, but it cut through the steel like he's alive because of that. And he was ironically one of the people that was complaining about it. He said that it it affected his ability to drive. And if it wasn't there, it would have affected his ability to live. Um, Yeah. And Formula One's going to change it. Uh, they talked about how uh, pretty much they go through after like an similar to an aircraft where they, they take out the entire crash. They put everything back together. They see what failed. They see what went wrong. They see driver input. They look at how the fire started. They look at all that stuff and stuff's going to change. But thankfully it wasn't a death that caused it. It was, a very scary situation um, because yeah, that could have gone 
99 other ways and 98, 98 of them were death. And it, I it think it was just that simple. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I'm the general public that doesn't follow racing, be it formula one, IndyCar, whatever. Oh, they, they think it was cool. Well, they, no, well, I, my, no, no, but I mean, my dad barely follows racing. He's like, wow, that was, that was crazy. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I want to see it again. Yeah. Well, I, I can't get it out of my head because of how messed up it was. Oh, it was awful. But um, yeah, the point I'm trying I, to make is I don't think the general public in general knows how dangerous a sport that uh, racing is. Like, yeah, they hear about yeah, crashes, but I don't think they fully internalize, like, how bad things can go. Because in other sports, you know, with very few exceptions, the vast majority of the time, the worst thing that happens is someone, like, you know, breaks a leg or something. And that's obviously horrible, but it doesn't even compare to you're in a car and it splits in half and bursts into flames and you have seconds to run away from a fire. Like, well, there's, a lot no, of people, there's no a other lot sport that compares to, to that. A lot of people chalk it up. Well, that's a stupid hobby or like, oh, why would you do that? Like, you're doing it to be the best in the world. At yeah, something. you're competitive. Like, that's and, what all sports are. Yes. Um, that's like people and, saying like, you know, a hockey player or a football player can get a really bad concussion or something. And like, you say, oh, don't you care about that? Well, I'm sure they care. But at the end of the day, they want to play football and be good at football. And, you know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would trade future happiness for momentary glory. Um, and I think that's what sports are. Uh, and Romain Grosjean's even talking about coming back, not this next race, but the race after that. He had three races to go. He was retiring at the end of the season. All he wants to do is come back. Like, don't. <laughs> to to normal person like me who who's an armchair racing enthusiast, don't like it's not worth it 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 really isn't um but yeah it's it's getting news coverage that i've never seen for formula one before um so like when it happened tmz posted about it like what does tmz know about it fox news posted about it. like every uh, i was watching with my parents like i overheard uh what was it uh what's the david muir show uh world news what, tonight yeah they had a story about it like everybody's posting about it but few people understand and this is like elitist me few people understand what actually happened they just see a fireball they don't see the what mentality went into that? Like, oh, he's a bad driver. No, he was trying to avoid crashing and didn't see his blind spot. Like, that's what happened. He didn't see Daniel Kavia in his blind spot. Whether it be he was trying to avoid, like, they dissected it. They said a piece of the front wing came off of, I believe, a Force India, and it was heading towards him. He cut to the right, which is where Daniel Kavia was. But also an Alfa Romeo with, I believe, Antonio Giovinazzi ran off the track because he was coming up quick on the person in front of him. I think he got spooked by that, but he, it was not even a millisecond. It was 0.000000, like one second, like decision that changed his life. Like I, there's things in sports. Like one thing why I've really, 
why I love racing is if you make one mistake, you're screwed. If, if let's say you throw into coverage, unless it's the Super Bowl and it's the final play, you still have a chance to redeem yourself. In sport, in motor racing, if you mess up, you don't really have a chance to redeem yourself for the most time. Because if you mess up, if you run into a wall, if you if you overshoot a turn, you lose, like you run into the gravel, you do all this stuff, your play's done. You're done for the day. You All the work that you've done over the last week to get ready is done. Like these people have all the pressure in the world on them. Like Formula One is a world sport. And it it annoys me, and this is turning into a rant. It annoys me when people don't understand. Like he he is the machine's not driving him. He's driving the machine. It, it's not like people look at motor racing. Oh, the car is the thing that's doing it. Like I can hop in a Formula One car and and drive Monaco. It's not happening. Um, Sorry, that that's long-winded, but that's always annoyed me. Um, and I think I've talked to Tim Califamo about that, Califamo, um, and because he's an indie car guy. Uh, but yeah, it. Sorry for getting off topic there, but that that was one thing. It's been annoying me all day. It's been sticking with me, and I know, like it ruined my day yesterday. This is for somebody who survived, like who had a miracle happen to them. It's never ruined my day more. Like I, I just genuinely the whole day was like, I can't get it out of my head. Like I tried going to the gym. I tried like going, taking a nap. I tried watching football. The entire day was just fascinated by that. Um, but yeah, that that was one of the craziest things to happen in sports in a while. And yeah. People are looking at it as just like a surface thing. It was a simply amazing thing that he survived. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Think, I find it crazy that he wants to go back, even though he's so close to retirement, though. He, he's not coming back. He's not coming you back. You don't think he's coming back? Um, no. I, I think that that is the athlete in him, but I think. You think the doctors will shut it down? No, no. He has a family. Mm-hmm. I think nothing nothing could be more persuasive than a pesky wife like and literally he has three kids if that wife sits him down and says you have three kids you almost died i'm i'm not racing anymore like if if giselle told tom brady i don't want you getting any more hits i don't want you getting any more concussions i don't care about you winning another super bowl i care about having my husband in 10 years he's not playing anymore. Like, I think that that's one of those things that, um, it's going to happen when he goes home, uh, because he hasn't returned home yet, uh, to the best of my knowledge, but it's coming up and yeah, I I don't see him coming back. And frankly, I don't want to see him coming back. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. I, I, I would not be comfortable. I might even sit out the final three races of the season if he comes back. I haven't missed a race in five years, six years. Like I, I stay up for like the 2 a.m. Suzuka circuit in Japan 
Um, I, I don't think I would lo- watch the final two races um, if he comes back because I, I don't want to see that. But that that's just me. Uh, right. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I am no, no. passionate about that. No, no. You, you're, you're fully right to bring it up. It's an interesting topic. Um, I mean, I wouldn't blame him. You know, I don't think anyone would blame him for not coming back. But I, I, I'm, I kind of respect the fact that he says he wants to, whether or not that's actually going to happen. I, I don't know if he said it directly, but there's a lot of people around like him. a lot of, yeah, a lot of reporters are reporting it. Like he, he wants to come back for the final two races. Um, because he has had a long career. I think he's been racing since like Oh seven, Oh eight. Um, he's 34 years old. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's very much like a polarizing time. Um, there's those who say, Hey, an athlete's an athlete. And there's those of those people like me, an athlete's another human being. And I, I don't want to see him risk it again. I don't know what, what's different between him now and him like two days ago in qualifying, but there's something different there that I just feel for him. Uh, and I don't know what differs him from everybody else who's going to take the, uh, the circuit on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week. But yeah, that that's what's going on in uh Baxter's Can We Just Talk? Well, that was a Dennis? really interesting conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dennis? Dennis, you have anything you want to add? You've been kind of quiet this whole time. Uh, crashes are scary. <laughs> Big yeah, if true. Yeah, that was that was tough to watch. And also, um, one final thing, uh, if you watch it on YouTube, uh, you will not understand the moment, um, because there was about a three minute span where they didn't show Romain Grosjean, uh, because he had already gotten out of the car by the time that they, by the time that they, uh, got the cameras there. So all you saw was a fiery wreck and all I thought was he was in there, uh, but because of just one cameraman and the camera feed not getting fed up quick enough, uh, there's like a two-minute gap, three-minute gap of just this guy's dead. Um, because uh, he wasn't in the car. Um, yeah, you didn't see it. And then eventually, like, they panned to him in the car, and somebody was like, oh, he got out of the car. He's out of the car. Like, that's amazing to see. Like, the announcer just like, you could hear he lost his mind because no one saw him get out of the car. Uh, but if you watch the YouTube video, because somebody pulled it up while I was at work, it just shows him getting out of the car first. Um, that while chron- chronologically, that's how it happened. Um, in real time, that's not how it happened. Um, yeah. You didn't see him get out of the car for like two minutes. So yeah, that was, one of the most rough two minutes for me to watch of television. Um, but on brighter news, I, are we, are we sending it to break? <laughs> that That's much brighter. Exciting Nothing. break news. Hey, some of those PSAs are fuego. Except for the crew. There are one some where the really good PSAs. What'd you just say? The, the crew one, the crew one goes way too long. It's 35 seconds. 
Yeah, and the music's like 15 seconds, man. No, it isn't. It's like 10. No, it's a long... That Can you put that in the rotation next? It's funny you bring it up. It's, the, I will point out. The, the two ones that are supposed to come up are both crew ones, so... It is the crew one with Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Yeah. All right, maybe I cut it a bit right, too long. That, I'm, uh, I'll, I can fix it. It's not a huge deal. Wait, can you play it right now? I mean, I was about to go to break anyway. All right. All right, I'll well, do it. Well, can you keep our mics on for that first PSA? I mean, that's technically He's an FCC on. violation. All right, all right, all right. Never mind. We'll turn all right, off those at home who are those who are at home and listening, count out in your head how many seconds it takes to the first words. Out the corner of my eye, I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you back use a on the crew? Company? Chris Aconis, <laughs> Dennis Geisler, and Robert Baxter. <laughs> 10 seconds. 10 seconds. All right. Well, listen, listen. You didn't have to call me out on, <laughs> on the air about it. You could have just. All you had to no, do was. I, I finally. When when I mentioned PSAs, I remember that has been annoying me for the longest time. Why didn't you just? He's like I I li- I just said something to, to me. You would be surprised. I listen to pretty much every football broadcast. Uh, I catch up on the crew usually like once a week. Um, but that has been annoying me for the longest time, and I think I texted Troy about it. What did he say? Because he's he's the one with the voice in there, and I don't know. That's not his voice. That's my voice. About. Oh, he originally had the voice in. Yeah, there. that but that was the old one. I re-recorded it to advertise. Yeah. I recorded that one back in September to advertise we were back to being on five days a week because we were just doing it once a week during the summer because of COVID. Troy's pops in every now and again. Yeah, but that no, no you're thinking of the Doesn't Spotify it? one. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're two um, separate promos. One's just but, for the actual show, and the other one's for the podcast. So yeah, but uh, the one thing we're good at here in the, the way, sports uh, department it's making promos. And absolutely insulting other people. Um, no, no, we're uh, a very nice department. By the way, the, are we allowed to talk about the thing that's going on with uh, Troy and Polar Bear? Polar Media? Yes. Yeah, we can talk are we, about are it. Are we allowed to? All right. All right. Well, yeah. I, mean, um, I, before, I, right? I have a podcast. <laughs> oh, you do? I've never been. A, yeah, I have a podcast. It's, it's not done yet. Um, meaning I haven't even recorded it with, uh, Corey, Jason and Steven Nelson. Um, but we will be just catching up on the week and reviewing bad movies. Um, so I think we might be starting off with the, uh, most valuable primate series, uh, which is like air buddies, but it's a monkey. Um, I we have we have a lot of movies in there, um, so if you guys ever have any recommendations, uh, I think uh, what's the movie where the kid win blank check? That's it, um, where he writes a check for two million dollars because that's the biggest denomination of money a child knows is two million dollars. Um, but yeah, that that's what we're gonna try to get it. Corey has COVID, um, so it's really throwing a wrench in that. Um, but as soon as he is cleared to go, uh, that will be 
uh, popping up. And we will be cursing, maybe a little drinking, maybe a little fighting. Um, yeah, uh, that that's what's going on with uh, Polar Media. And that, that podcast will be Cancel Culture Podcast, uh, where we try to get canceled and talk about culture. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dennis, you are more than welcome to pop on. Sacco, I don't think you watch movies. <laughs> I am a or robot that exclusively fun. consumes college athletics. Yeah. Sacco's the old-fashioned radio guy. He he only watches Wally because he's a robot. <laughs> that's, True. That's that story. is how it works. Wow. That, that, that's... Only want, well, Wally and iRobot with Will Smith. Not not to be confused with iRobot with Roomba. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my favorite is when, one of my favorite things that I do, and I, I can admit it, is when I apologize for a dumb joke, just mid-joke. Because that was a good joke. iRobot with Roomba. Great joke. That was, that was joke. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, NF, NFL, though. I have a hot take. And I don't think it's very hot now. Tennessee Titans look unbelievable. Like that team looks so damn good. They they've shifted like between them. looking good and looking bad, and now they look good. I mean, Derrick Henry is is a god. I I don't know how that dude is that good. Mm-hmm. Like you can give him a fourth and ten. And he'll pick up 40 yards. Like, he is unbelievably good. I mean, he's no Johnny Langan. He is. True. Uh, I mean, debatable. (laughs) (laughs) Hot take, debatable. Is (laughs) is Johnny Langan, or are Johnny Langan and Derrick Henry related, question mark? Have you ever seen Johnny Langan and Derrick Henry in the room at the same time? That's a good point. I almost, I think I almost got myself blocked by the fake Adam Korzak account. Because Why? I sent a photo. I sent the face smash, like half half a Joe Burrow and half Adam Korzak. And I just said, have you seen them in the same room? And there was just nothing. Like nothing after, <laughs> no like of it, nothing. Like they're like, this kid's the dumbest kid ever. Oh. And little do they know, little do they know, like I single-handedly fed the Korzak like hype. Like I was one of the first people on that bandwagon. Yeah, rah rah. Korzak. Mm-hmm. RJ still there? RJ's not in the department anymore. Oh, we'll yeah. never get another rah rah. That was yep, rah rah. That was a, there. We just did. That was a great call. It that was, was a great call. That's when we were there for what Where was that, we had five hours. Seven people there. Five hours. We, we were there for uh, the quad there. meet. Yeah. Well, I had to. Le- I think it was me and Schmid had to leave to go produce. So yeah, I no, I had to leave to, to go, go produce. Play. I think it was you and me. Because oh, it was the Illinois you know, football game. Remember? Were we on a call. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah. Um, but just in the middle of it, RJ, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, rah rah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great, uh, great call with 
six people who don't know wrestling and just RJ. Like that was awesome. Just, yeah. I yep, still don't know wrestling that much. Do you think I Dennis, do? You can get on wrestling car. You can get on wrestling calls, Dennis. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> We'll I'll, hook up I'll a live satellite next feed. Year. Yeah, we'll we'll hook up a live satellite feed from Virginia. It's all good. <laughs> Come on, Dennis. Well, Don't you know there's gonna be a lot of quad that. meets uh, for wrestling this year. Uh, you know to cut down on travel. So that's interesting. I don't know if that's good. What Having more people just so you don't have to travel. Like, well, think of it. No, no but think of it this way: together. you're not gonna have them all in the same place at the same exact time. Like you'll have guys come on and come off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you still have. You could put it in pods, so like mats. a third of the wrestlers go in the morning, a third go in the afternoon, a third go at night. Now, that would be a nightmare yeah, to produce logistically, but from a wrestling standpoint, you get more meets in in a shorter amount of time, and they're going to be tested regularly anyway, so that massively reduces the risk involved, and you can keep people but separate for contact tracing it, purposes. There was a way to do it. Was it Bang, Big Ten where I just got up in the middle of the- I can't remember. One of the wrestling calls, we had three people on, and I just got up in the middle and went to the bathroom. And I was like, all right, I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> just, that, I did that during like, a baseball call me. with Corey. I went oh, to – I, I had to – I had to um, – yeah, I had to go to the bathroom, and then I just, like, got a bottle of water from the concession stand, and I just came back. I, I'm trying to think. Was it Corey and Marsdale who were on the doubleheader of baseball? Yes. At like from 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. until like 7 p.m. Yes, just they were. You want to know how I remember and that? They were just red. You want to know how I remember that? Uh, oh, you were on. You were on. Like, I was on the board for six hours. <laughs> screw that. I think I might have been sorry. there, wasn't I? What'd you say? I think I might have. I think I might have been there for part of that. I think you came. You came like in the middle of it. Because um, yeah, I think I Allie felt, had to I leave early bad. or something like that. Oh, yeah, it was something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It Allie was me and Allie early. in I, the beginning. Yeah, I, I remembered the scenario. I I was supposed to be on the production, but I my little cousin was playing at uh, at the practice field, playing lacrosse at the practice field. So I dipped out of that and went to there um, and then came in after that. Can I just say something? Because I am about, a team player. Yeah, can I just say something about lacrosse? Um while we're on the subject, because we're kind of going all over the place now, which is cool. All right. Um, Rutgers has a chance to, like, really take take the whole COVID situation to their advantage for two reasons. I don't know about that. One, the Ivy League is one of the – is, like, one of, if not the best league in all of college lacrosse. They're probably not playing this year. So you have that. But we wouldn't be playing them to begin with. Yeah, we would. I would think that they'd be sticking Big Ten. Princeton? No, we have, but we have Big Ten's only six teams uh, for lacrosse. So, um, like, we play the Big Ten in five games, and the other seven are non-conference. It's not like uh, football or basketball. Yeah. So, um, so like, we wouldn't play Princeton. There'd be more in NCAA tournament spots. Ivy League usually takes up two or three. Those are probably going to go to at-large, and that helps the Big Ten. That helps Rutgers. And but real real talk, Rutgers having the canceled season just before Syracuse. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, I love it because that was that season was going to hell. They were not having a good year. 
That was not good. Syracuse was really I, good too. Like I think they dropped. Syracuse me, was number one. Let me pull up. Syracuse their, was number they one. They were number one, but let me pull up their uh, their uh, the games they got in yeah, before they, um, it got shut down because they they were like they weren't just winning every game. They were like on another level. Like here, here, here. Um, here they, ye, here ye, here <laughs> ye. Here's the Syracuse lacrosse. They they won uh, their first game by seven goals. Their second one by thirteen. Army was actually close. They won that one uh, nine to seven at the dome. Oh, we lost fifteen to four against Army. And then we did we get four? I thought it was fifteen sandwiches. to two. No, fifteen. This four. is the week we after some that bomb game. Sandwiches. They were. They were. That was the best part of the trip, honestly, because we were in the winterized Mikey Stadium, and we we did, the nearest oh, bathroom was across. The I street. forgot about how bad that was. The nearest bathroom, There's like the no stadium bathroom. itself, is beautiful. Don't get me wrong; like, I'm I'm sure going there for football is wonderful, but Dennis, no bathroom. The bathrooms no were winterized. They turned off the stuff because they want the pipes to freeze, and mm-hmm. the nearest bathroom was across the street from the stadium. Oh, that sounds so. Difficult. We had a, also we were on the tenth floor. So you had to take the elevator down, uh, then go down a flight of stairs, then walk down the street, then go to the left, go into like their hall of fame, and there was a bathroom. And yeah, there was nothing That's pretty bad. Like no pr- no press stuff really. I don't think that they gave us press sheets. Um, all of the like. If, if you ever go to the game, usually they'll have, like, the lineups and everything. That was from their last football game were all the lineups. Uh, yeah, that was – I that was a great call. Um, I had a lot of fun that day, but none of it involved Rutgers lacrosse. Like, I, <laughs> that was that was awful. It was It was a great road trip. It was freezing cold. Uh, I don't think that we had heat in our press box. Uh, no, we did. We had to. O- well, it wasn't oh, that well, cold? Well, we had to there, open up was... the window. Yeah. Well, we had to open up the window anyway because we had to get the crowd mic out. Yeah. Um. So. And. Yeah, we were three men talking on a lacrosse call that was going nowhere. Uh, but. And, yeah. Yeah. On on the bright side, though, I do think Rutgers is going to be better this year. I sure hope so. Like I, they got that, a couple of really good transfers. They got this one guy, um, Connor Kirst, I think is his name, out of Villanova. He's going to be good. They really Connor shored up Kirst. the midfield, which was a uh, weak spot for them. I think I might know that kid, Connor Kirst. Let me, yeah, let me uh, pull up more info on him. Oh, that was an interesting, uh, an interesting thing about that Army game was I went to high school with. Uh, and played hockey with one of the players on Army, who is way more successful than I am in life. Uh, Connor Kirst from, oh, I do know him. He went to Del Barton. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that kid. Um, sorry. Uh, football. <laughs> yeah, how about that football? Dennis, Let's do that football. That, how about that pigskin? Don't get out of here, Chance the Rapper. Um. Monday night football tonight. Seahawks, Eagles, Battle of the Birds. True, I mean, they are both birds. This, right? Is a Seahawk really a bird? Or is that a made up bird? 
It's got to be a real bird, right? It has to be. Let's I'm see. looking it up. Bird. It is. It's an osprey. Yeah. Why aren't they the ospreys? Okay. They should be called oh, the ospreys. That'd bird. be funny. What Seattle a made-up bird. He's a river hawk. Ah! Oh. So, all right, another <laughs> off-topic. Another sort of shocker um, off-topic. This show is unlistenable. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I... I actually don't know if I could talk about it. All right, so there is a army base, an army dam in, I think it's Oregon or Seattle. Is this Seattle classified information? Idaho. Um, I don't think it's classified. Um, but <laughs> there's a guy who has two of – one is the worst job in America. Two is the dumbest job in America. I'll start off with two. There's a guy who counts salmon like a, a salmon counter at that dam. So like they count all the salmon that go by because apparently you can't figure out a camera to count salmon. Um, and two, if <laughs> a seal is allowed to pass the dam one time and then they'll transport it. If it passes a second time, they shoot it. <laughs> there's this, there's a seal shooter at the dam. Um, but yeah, that, that's... that's the army for you. Yeah, that's okay. the worst job in America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's um, a pretty bad job. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's awful. I'm sorry. Um, All right, so who hey, you got tonight, I got, Baxter? I got a question, Sacco. Um, okay. Did the Jets win? No. <laughs> Despite certain so people uh, foolishly putting money on them winning, they did not win. Who put money on them? Raj. <laughs> yeah, Raj. He had he had only. He was telling uh, me he's like, no, no, no. Though. Jets are gonna win this week. I'm like, yeah, okay, Raj. I watch this team. <laughs> How much did he put on? He had Oni's insurance. Uh oh, Brad's buzz. How? <laughs> be be honest. Just unit value. How many units did he put on it? I hope he didn't. I don't know. More than like ten dollars. Dennis, do you Wasn't know? Wasn't it fifteen dollars? I think it was, yeah. Oh, God. And Oni insured him 15 cents. Uh, Oni insured him 15 cents, yeah. <laughs> First off. Oni's, Oni's got a real business of... mind behind him. So if he won, would he get 15 cents? If he lost, he'll give him 15? What was Oni's game plan there? Just give him 15 cents? I have no idea, cents? but it's working? <laughs> Oni's playing the stock market. He's going to buy Raj <laughs> low, sell him high. <laughs> I'm starting Once to think Raj this is part of a larger white-collar uh, criminal scheme that Oni has. Uh, <laughs> and he's spending all his time on that. And that's why he always sends me blank availabilities every month. <laughs> Oni is my favorite person that I'll probably never see again. <laughs> like, I'll never see <laughs> Oni again. It's, <laughs> I just... it's. I love Oni. Oni is one of the funniest people at the in the entire department. Oh, he's great. He is super funny. He is pretty funny. He is like he doesn't care about sports. He's always working. I will never see him again. Like he's just goodbye, Oni. <laughs> um, but NFL Vikings Panthers, um, crazy game. Yeah, that was a crazy game. 
What did you guys think of this him. week's football? Uh, was I just, wanted to talk about the, the best the... game, uh, Saints Broncos. Oh, no. You mean the one with the South Park cutouts? I like how that's why uh, you got away no from it, and not the fact that they didn't have a quarterback. They had no quarterback. What? <laughs> they had a wide Can receiver who played me? quarterback in high school throwing the ball Colin, in an NFL hey, game. Don't talk bad Please, about Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Philip Lindsay. What are you talking about? Not Philip Lindsay. It was some uh, practice Kendall squad Hinton. wide out. What was his name? Kendall no, Hinton. Philip he played uh, quarterback for Wake Forest. Took the snap first. Oh, I thought it was Philip Lindsay. I turned that. Philip Lindsay did take a couple of snaps. He was um, one of nine, two interceptions. Like, not that it's his fault. Like, he's in an impossible situation. But like, <laughs> one of nine, two interceptions. He the NFL should have stepped in there. He had more passes. interceptions than the completion. NFL should have stepped in there. I'm sorry. That is just no. I I think that's what they deserved. If all of the if, if all of the quarterbacks are going to expose themselves to COVID, so wait, then so this what is exactly, what they deserve. Dennis, what exactly was the yeah, deal what, with that? What I'm kind of Drew Locke. What exactly Wasn't happened? Wasn't it literally all of them were exposed to COVID? How? Uh, I'm not sure if it was from the same source, but I'm pretty sure they were all ruled ineligible due to COVID. All right, I'm gonna racing. I'm gonna turn my mic off. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. All right. I. Uh, either yeah, way, I, I think it's hilarious that Taysom Hill also didn't play much better. He played better, but not much better. <laughs> see, I only saw. The only thing that I saw was Drew Locke. Um, tweeting out that like the Broncos did nothing wrong. Like it is, <laughs> it is very much like we did nothing wrong. I'm not going to play this week. Like I, I don't know where <laughs> the relation is to him not playing and them getting COVID. Like I, I didn't, I don't see, think they ended up have getting COVID. COVID, but I think they were contact tracing, uh, out it ruled out of the game. Um, so just everybody on the team, it was gone. Well, it was all three like, quarterbacks they, lose all... they had on their team. Most of the rest of the team was fine. Melvin Gordon, I don't think. Stop, I, I don't remember when he stop came doing back. Shots he from the same shot glass, bud. Like, <laughs> keep all three quarter glass quarter uh, back separate. Like, just at least have like. I don't know how you lose all three quarterbacks, which we got very close to it with uh, the Ravens. The, yeah, the, the Ravens I, I don't know lost what's happening all with them. three, and they had who was it? Their backup is um. Uh, isn't it Geno Smith, or am I thinking of the wrong team? No, it's not Geno Smith, is it? I uh, let's let's find out. Give me a moment. Uh, all right, I found out what the deal is with them. Okay, you do so, that, and I'll figure out who the Ravens yeah. quarterback is. So Jeff Driscoll, who's like their oh. third string quarterback, I want to say. RG3. Mm-hmm. It is um, RG3, yeah. Yeah. So back to the Broncos. Um, Jeff Driscoll, one of their backups, um, uh, tested positive for COVID. And during the, the con- and during the contact tracing uh, process, it was determined that um, all the quarterbacks, all four quarterbacks on the roster met with him in person, indoors. None of them were wearing masks. None of them were socially distant. <laughs> So they were all deemed uh, close contacts. And if you're a close contact to test negative, NFL says you're out for five days. That's that's great. So and they that's why to they had to barely throw, on the team. They had to throw some poor schmuck out on the field to. They wanted to get they wanted to get an assistant coach to do it. 
I, I oh yeah, their quality hey. control guy was supposed to play quarterback for them. <laughs> what an embarrassment. Hey, have you talked to Drew yet today? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Drew comes. Hey, have you talked to what's his face today? It's like oh yeah, no, we were at the uh, we were at the doorknob eventually... convention this morning. Uh, why do you ask? <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I also love the fact that so many players in the league who know for a fact that they're, they're like a big part of their job description right now is to not get COVID somehow manages to still decide to like fly across the country in some cases to visit their families. And well, that, that, was the, that was the best. The NFL has the, to shut like, down their facilities for two days for every team that's not playing, which is basically everyone except for Monday Night Football. Because they want to make sure Denver that mayor. they want to make sure that Thanksgiving doesn't like sink the entire NFL season. Yeah, idiots. And now, <laughs> And now the 49ers have to play at the Cardinals Stadium. I'm not. Oh, sure that's if you that's the dumbest that. thing ever. Because like, yeah. apparently Santa Clara County out in California doesn't understand that like a pro team that tests their players every single day is not the same level of risk as like little Timmy going to play pee wee football on a Saturday morning. Like, it, it's so stupid. Like, if you don't want to play I high mean, school sports, I get that because they're not testing. But they're, they're testing every day. Like, it's such a mini, minuscule threat compared to, you know, all the people walking around without masks, all the people, like, having corona parties, like, all of this. Also, generally, these people aren't the ones who are going to be spreading it to the community. Yes, and even if, God forbid, they do have an outbreak, that's, like, 10 people or so out of however many millions of people live in the Bay Area. It's so stupid. So Did stupid. Did you guys hear about the Denver the Denver mayor? Speaking of no. uh, Denver Broncos, oh, the I Denver did hear mayor about this actually. Pri- prior to Thanksgiving it was like no one travel, and he got caught at the airport hopping on a plane to Mississippi <laughs> to go mm-hmm. see his family. <laughs> so Denver is full of idiots, is is what it turns out to be. I yeah, I can't think of yeah. Like all three, all three quarterbacks just talk to this random dude on the team who really is not important to like, it's not like he really serves much purpose and all three of them just like talk to him in the same day. Like, what are the odds of that? That it's just like, oh yeah, we all went out of our way to talk to this dude who we probably will never see play on the field. It's weird. I COVID's weird, Every, man. Everyone, it's weird. <laughs> it's not that right, hard. Everybody, though. like, just stay. Like, don't put yourself in unnecessarily dangerous positions. I mean, it's wild because it's like for college players, I can like kind of understand it. For pro players, it's like you're getting, you're literally getting paid millions like, of dollars. Even with college, it's like to do nothing. You house. had in, in the case of like the Big Ten, for instance, which is having some issues. Like, you literally had your season taken away from you. And then they were like, all right, we'll give this another shot. Like, doesn't that, like, even if you're like, if you think COVID is no big deal or whatever, which, you know, is ignorant. But, all right, let's say you believe that. Don't you hey, wa- don't hey. you realize that, like, if you get COVID, like, your game is going to get postponed and your season is going to be in jeopardy? Like, does that not, like, enter their minds? Like, it blows my mind that this doesn't, like, resonate with them. You think you think Drew Locke sat in like sat at home and was just like, man, I really messed this one up. Like I really, I really, I really gasped. Well, Drew Locke isn't even a good quarterback. <laughs> this so, like, got out of hand. I would be more yeah, like, but him off the field screwed the team 
way more than him on the field. Yeah. (laughs) I would rather have a incompetent Drew Locke on the field than no one, literally not one quarterback playing the game. 52 nothing. It was it was so bad. It was so great. And then just to have the whole South Park cast in the crowd, that was my favorite thing throughout the day. Was just seeing the entire cast of South Park in the crowd. I can't believe Cartman had masks, to like endure which Drew that. Matt Drew Locke couldn't do. Drew Locke couldn't wear a mask. <laughs> and Cartman wears a, a oh. Butters had a mask on. Butters. I love Butters. Did you see what the COVID he... uh, special for uh, South no, Park? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. No, it's so funny. So it was funny. good. Oh, yeah. You got to watch it. I they're, They are great because they really make, like, they make their episode the week of. Do like, they really they, do it that they, short? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So pretty much the it starts as soon as the other one airs is when the production starts. They've they've done it for a while now. I think yeah, they record. That's why their references like they can reference stuff that's going on now. Like they have the stories and all that, but pretty much production starts during the season because I think Matt and Trey are just lazy. <laughs> like they're they're super lazy people, but they get it done and they've been relevant for twenty years now. Yeah, good on them. Sorry again that was interesting yeah i didn't know they yeah. made it that short I, uh, that's that's really cool they had a series for a while called i think it was the week of uh but yeah it they they've done that for a while um, that reminds me of that they go ahead yeah they just they write episodes in like a super crunch time yeah I was going to say, um, that reminds me of uh, the episode of uh, The Simpsons where Homer gets to voice a character on Itchy and Scratchy. And he goes to the woman. He's like, Poochie uh, the Pound. Yes. Very underrated character. And um, he goes to the other person doing the voice of Itchy and Scratchy. He's like, is this done live? And she's like, no, cartoons are never done live. It's a terrible strain on the animator's wrists. <laughs> like, The Simpsons yeah. were the best That's with that. Joke. I almost. I mean, yeah, it makes earlier. me curious who's um, the uh, animators for South Park. Um. Well, they used to do it. Uh, all those were cutouts at one point. They're not anymore. Um, because it used to take like months to make episodes. Now it just doesn't. It takes six days to air. Uh, for most of the episodes which is crazy that they they do that for like as soon as one episode airs they get it out like they start doing it again it's nuts yeah talk about crunch time like i mean yeah because i i know a little bit about like the animation industry um it's very likely that it's animated in either korea or the philippines um, no, I think I think that that South Park must be animated by them. They have seventy people who work on the show. Okay, one of those Possibly people has then. to be able to do it. <laughs> it's <laughs> the issue is not having one person to do it. It's pretty intensive, which is usually why it's a lot of people out of the 
US who do it at like foreign animation studios. I talk about this imagine, like imagine every other week on Are You Entertained? But... Imagine South Park being directed by Studio Ghibli. <laughs> I wish. Sacco has no idea what the heck we're talking about. Oh, you've completely lost me. <laughs> As I always do. As I always do. Yeah. We're down to three listeners, right. by the way. <laughs> uh, and I know I know two of those listeners are not there. <laughs> talking about how it bombs two of those out listeners, Yeah. Because one of them I think is like the College Avenue Student Center or one of those places. Yeah. And the yeah. other one I don't think we've ever been able to find. Like one There's place just, a mystery just has WRSU super fan out there somewhere. <laughs> I I'm quite worried. I am worried that this guy died. Like imagine if he got bored unsolved one time mystery. <laughs> listen, listening listening to Corey and Marsdale call seven hours of baseball and he just croaked. And that that was the end. <laughs> All of right, it. I think we put him on another timeout. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, we put him on another timeout. <laughs> Uh, that that right, was a Chris, bit too dark. Uh, that was a bit too dark for my taste. I'm sorry. Uh, what do you think about the Giants at the top of the NFC East? I think that the Super Bowl champion this year is going to be a six-win team, and I am all in on it. All right, let's bring back. I that. would be excited. What, what do you think about that, Baxter? Six-win and a Super Bowl champion? You down? Rest in peace. Um. Uh. No, I. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the Giants that like they the Giants are going to get smacked like absolutely smacked by whoever they play against like there's well yeah that much is clear (laughs) that would be the greatest that would be the greatest underdog story if the Giants got a win in the playoffs yeah I yeah that division is a dumpster fire and a half yeah, yeah. I, the Giants have been looking like they were in uh, one of the best seats in the division, but then they lost their quarterback. Uh, Daniel, I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't know what it is about him. I don't I, think he's he great, most, but I like him more than Colt. He McCoy, is the most I like. Think. What? Don't you talk I, bad I about think... the real McCoy? <laughs> The real I'm McCoy is Dylan McCoy. That's true. No, I would like to see Dylan McCoy starting McCoy for the for uh, Giants. The real Should we McCoy? make a poll? Who's Not the real that. McCoy? <laughs> that's a good poll. Yeah, who's the real McCoy? Yeah, that's a great poll. That just RU Screw will pick up. But uh, So what was the other option besides Colts yeah. and Dylan? Was there a third option that I missed? I don't know. All right. I didn't think McCoy? of any third option. All right, the Hatfield right. McCoys, LaShawn McCoy. That's neither of you are going to get that. No, I didn't. Do either get of it. you know who the Hatfield McCoys are? No. Uh, Hatfield. Uh, oh, McCoys. it's the um. I'm trying to think, but I forget. All right, are we down to two listeners yet? <laughs> Hang on. Half Halffield McCoys were a warring family. Still at three. Were warring Someone's families. hanging on, and I don't know who. It's probably Troy. Leave! Get out of here! <laughs> oh my god. This has to be one Tell of the worst friends, shows we've ever done. And then we kicked them out. 
and and, and be sure to watch or be sure to listen in on spotify <laughs> like just wait till eight o'clock when uh, our next show takes over and then you know uh, uh i love it i love messing around on here because i know i mean there was one time that i was doing a wrestling call and i think there were all of like four people listening oh. like it was yeah it was one of those calls and no one was listening and eventually i was just like you know what I'm going to have fun with it. Like, I think I might have called it in golf voice, which I did a lot. <laughs> because that's just a fun voice to do. Oh, and he and takes him down to the map. <laughs> yeah, that's where, and it's good, is because everybody went silent. So I was like, all right, I'm going to play to it. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> that reminds me of this. The dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> yeah, that's that's in the same play. The dribble, dribble, dribble. And it's good. <laughs> the dribble, dribble. Yeah. yeah that's uh, that was literally the same play and i think it was you uh, could have done that if um if they're doing the games without fans this year well they are but if they did that oh, and they did, and they didn't heartbeat. have the crowd noise you could really pull that off be like baker has it top of the key now swings it to, to <laughs> ron harper jr you could only do that for a certain amount of time swish because eventually you, you make just, it work and it's good <laughs> you just do it like louder is you i I can't help but get hyped a little bit, but sometimes you gotta you gotta tone it down. Um, but yeah, that was women's basketball against those eggheads in Harvard. Not even playing yeah, this year. Great. What a bunch of losers. That's <laughs> I, true. They're not playing. I insulted. Too. I insulted Harvard so many times during that game. You like, say at we got one three point, minutes. Go through them. At one point, they. They ran out of time on the shot clock, and I was like, "You would think at Harvard they would teach you how to work at clock." Constantly <laughs> just like ripped into Harvard. Yeah, I call them eggheads, dweebs, dorks. Like I just insulted Harvard, which I'm oh, sure boy, they're nice ladies. Um, but yeah, that was a very bad game for Harvard. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're so, playing uh, what, Rutgers what, like we're a real basketball what school. Calls, so. What calls do you have going on this week? Well, it's Rutgers? interesting. We are now in a position where we're kind of making up calls three days before the game. Like um, Monmouth game so got making announced. making them up? Got, well, not made up. Make <laughs> them up. Like, Rutgers we have to versus schedule the them. Sun. Like Rutgers, might be play, Rutgers men's basketball might be playing a game this Friday. We don't know who they're playing or when or who will be available to broadcast. Or where? Yes. Or well, that doesn't matter as much because we don't travel now. Um, but it's the difference between doing it at the rack and doing it, you know, in front of a TV in Studio A. Yeah, but you should be able to travel to the Rock. We're not allowed to travel anywhere. Just Rutgers. What? Yes, that is correct. So if you play Princeton, no dice. No dice. No dice. If, no if dice. the Pinstripe Bowl didn't get canceled. And Rutgers are playing in it. No dice. For our backser, Dennis Geisler, I'm Chris Akonis. This has been the Monday Crew on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick.